Hi, this is Yolanda East, and I am here today talking to a really special young lady. Uh, uh, her name is Teresa, and uh, Teresa was our very first resident here at Shepherd's Lighthouse, and what a blessing it has been to just see you today. I just really have enjoyed that, and uh, so... Teresa, do you want to say something to the audience today and kind of introduce yourself and just let us know who you are? Um, well, I'm Teresa, of course. Most times I go by Tess. That's what my friends mostly know me as. Um, I didn't know about this place until, like, I want to say, like, a few years ago. My mom didn't talk about it until I was a little bit older. So, um... I didn't know until recently that I was kind of a big thing down here, that I was, like, I knew my mom was in, like, a shelter home when she first had me, but I didn't know it was, like, a little bit more than that. So when I had found my picture on your guys' website, I thought it was cool, and I kind of bragged to all my friends, like, hey, I'm famous, I'm on a website. <laughs> Well, what Tess is actually talking about is is that her mother uh, was the very first resident at Shepherd's Lighthouse. Uh, she had moved in here with Tess uh, uh, back in 2004. It was in June of 2004. And I remember very fondly the day that you came in um, and I had met your mom. Um, Tess actually was a tiny baby. She wasn't even two months old yet. And now you're what? I'm 15 years old. 15 years old, and you are a sophomore in high school. Yep. And so we have always used your mom's story at Shepherd's Lighthouse. We have always used her story to uh, be able to help others and to encourage them to come in. And uh, it's kind of interesting because I've shared over the years, uh, you know, how you guys have stayed connected to us all this time. I mean, your mom has, uh, where do you live now? Um, in Harrisburg, in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. So you moved there into Pennsylvania how long ago? Um, well, I moved up there when I was three. Okay. So that was about 12 years ago you moved up there. And you've come back to visit us at one time, I think. Yeah. But, uh, I think that was about like nine years ago. Yeah. But I don't remember it. I was a little too young yeah. to remember. Yeah. But you follow us on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, your mom talks about us uh, all the time and kind of has kind of told you the story. Uh, but in your own words, do you want to share um, what the, your story is about Tess? how she got here, and um, what coming back to visit, you know, has meant to you. Well, first, I think that if my mom didn't have this kind of support when I was born, it would have been a little bit harder for her to raise me by herself. So I feel like where I am now is kind of thanks to this place a bit because you guys helped my mom while I was just an infant. So I think it was beneficial for her and me. Um, I, I would have preferred probably not to move up to Pennsylvania, but as a baby, I didn't have a choice. 
Um, so I was raised in Steelen, Pennsylvania, with my stepfather and his stepkids. Um, my life was pretty normal for a while, up to like nine, um, nine years old. I things getting things got a little bit more crazy with my siblings, and they taught me how to steal and lie, and I developed all these bad. Like, I started, I learned from then all these bad things, like stealing food during the night and lying to my parents. Um, they were a bad influence on me because they were all older than me. And, of course, I was a mama's girl, but I was also a daddy's girl with my stepfather. So, my step-siblings would always, like, be like, oh... Mom doesn't love us because you're her child. And that wasn't how it was. So being like that with my siblings was hard. And I feel like then I had a family, even though if it was, like, not the best situation for me. I always had, like, since my father was Hispanic, he had, he, he would always go out to family gatherings and they'd get together and have dinner together on the holidays and I was so used to that so when I got older and I was around like 11 or 12 and I moved in with my mother's boyfriend it was different for me because it was just me my mom and her boyfriend and I didn't have all my step siblings and my stepfather so it was different and I had to adjust to having these small holidays and it was hard for me because I was so used I grew up around siblings so for a while, I was really lonely as an only child. And to this day, I think I still kind of am. But sometimes, sometimes I wished I still had that family. But I knew that I can't. Um, the situation with my stepfather, he, when my mom was incarcerated for five months, um, he started sleeping with other neighbors, and I knew about it, and I brought it up to him a few times, and it got to the point where he kind of neglected me and only took care of his kids. So I'd have to go out and get my own food, and I'd have to ask my mobile therapist to get me things that I can wash up with in clothes, and I shouldn't have to do that, because he... He said he, I was his kid, but he wasn't treating me like one, and I was being neglected during those five months my mom was incarcerated. Um, after my mom got out of jail, a bit later my dad had left, saying he was going to leave for a week, but he never came back and moved in with some woman. And um, then my mom was left with the house, and it got to the point where she couldn't live there anymore. And that's when we moved in with my mom's new boyfriend. I didn't know the guy at all. So it was stressful for me to live in the same house with some random guy. Mm -hmm. And I've never been, a, like, I've been living with him for, like, almost four years now. And I'm still not that close with him. It's just... I can talk to him and all that, but it's just still, I, 
I don't know, I just can't get that close with him. And my mom tries to encourage it, but it's, it's awkward for me. Right. Well, you know that uh, as we were talking before, you're more than welcome to call us, talk to us. Um, you know, you know now that you have a nana and grandma and whatever down here in Florida. You do have that safe haven. So if you felt like the need to uh, be somewhere else or you just need some kind of encouragement, you know that we're always going to be there for you. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that you've had to go through such a hard time, you know, being growing up, but there is some positives in your life that we have talked about. And um, some of those are you are an A-B student. Um, you do have a career path that you're thinking on, and um, we're going to work on some of those issues that you're having in your home life. You know, even though you may be in Pennsylvania, as I told you earlier, whenever I carried you across the threshold at two months old, um, there was a heart connection and a journey connection, and you will always, I will always be there for you. Um, and I, I hope that you will take that opportunity to uh, reach out more so. Um, what do you feel like you would want to say to shelter kids or kids that uh, their moms are single moms and they're struggling with certain things? What would you like to, like to share with them? I think that I think it's beneficial. Because there's people out there wanting to help these single moms with their children. And I feel like a single mom shouldn't have to do it alone. So I feel like these shelters are really beneficial in helping single mothers get on the right path with their children to help raise them correctly. And I think that... I think it was, I do, really, I really think that it was beneficial for my mom because, who knows? Do, I know that before, and you, you know this because your mom told you, uh, before she came to Shepherd's Lighthouse, she was really struggling with the decision to uh, give you up for adoption. Yeah. And um, you understood that. I mean, you understand it now. Uh it was very tough for her during that time, and, and uh, you know, I spoke with your mom, um, and I was like, you know, let's just give it one more chance. You know, I see where you're coming from. I know that you don't want to, you know, be a single mom, and, and you want your baby to have a good life. And um, I think in general, across the board, since your mom left here, um, her her life has been a little bit of a roller coaster, and um, I think that some of that reflects off on you. You know, you've had that uh, situation. Some of those situations have fallen on you, and uh, that's unfortunate. But we've stepped back into your life, and I think it's at a critical point in your life. And I want you to always feel like you know you don't have to wait for your mom to call us or or whatever you're going to walk away here today with my personal information and you can call me and know that 
we're going to be there for you. Is there anything else you want to say today? Um, I want to say that all of the events that has happened in my life so far, I personally, personally feel that it has made me who I am today. Um, at a young age, I learned to be able to do things on my own and self-advocate for myself. And I feel like because of those events, I'm able to do that for myself. Um, I could, my, some of my teachers at school told me that I'm able to advocate myself better than some adults. Like I always, I always go ask for help when I need it and advocate for myself and be like, hey, I need this. And some adults can't do that. And I feel like, I feel like I learned that at a young age, so it'll be, it won't be so hard to be able to go and ask for help when I need it. Well, I hope that you will continue that right path because you are a strong woman. And uh, I think that you have only your future ahead of you. I know that uh, if there's anything now, you know that you have an additional uh, support group. It may not be in Pennsylvania. It may be in Florida, but uh, we're always going to be here. And I really appreciate you coming in and wanting to, you know, talk with me today because that is hard, you know. And uh, being 15, that's even harder. So um, thank you. And you know I love you. And uh, I hope you, we'll see, you're going to make it. We're going to make sure that you are going to be one of the biggest success stories. And yes, you are a big deal in Florida. You just didn't realize how big of a deal you were. But uh, again, this is Yolanda East, and I'm talking with Tessa. And from Pennsylvania, our very first uh, child, uh, uh, that walked through the doors of Shepherd's Lighthouse, and we uh, we thank you for coming out today. And just understand that it's not only about the moms in these shelters; it's about the kids. Mm-hmm. You're listening to just as I am, just as I see it, and this is just how I see, or how Tessa sees how it feels to be a child coming through a shelter situation and facing some of those hard things with her parents and and trying to figure it out on her own. But in the end, she stated she's stronger, she can self-advocate, and she's going to make it. I only, only know that we're going to hear great things come from Tessa in the future, and uh, I will continue to share her growth and her uh, things that she's doing in her life. So again, this is Yolanda East, Shepherd's Lighthouse. It's just how I see it. <laughs>